Hey, Sox fans, Mother was wreaking havoc in Cleveland yesterday. Game one of the series was postponed. I'll tell you why. Maybe a day off was a good thing for the White Sox. Also, the MLB power rankings are out. Where did the Sox rank and why? Also, another edition of On This Date in White Sox history. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan broadcasting just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, I want to discuss some White Sox history with you and uh, what place the Sox sit on the latest MLB Power Rankings chart. But first, uh, snow and baseball just do not mix well. Um, the uh, the Sox and Guardians were postponed yesterday, so the state of the Sox is this. They are still 6-3, first place in the AL Central. Uh, that game uh, with the Guardians, that game one of the series, has been moved to July 12th as part of a doubleheader. Uh, there was some heavy snow in the Cleveland area, and game was canceled before noon Central Standard Time. Uh, Tuesday's game is scheduled for 5:10 Central. Uh, Tuesday's Cleveland forecast is not a great improvement. 43 degrees and a 60% chance of rain in the area. Um, Tuesday's matchup looks a little something like this. Jimmy Lambert against Shane Bieber. Uh, Shane Bieber's numbers uh, in the 2022 season, he's had two starts, uh, 10 innings pitched, four hits, three earned runs, three walks, nine strikeouts, a 2.70 ERA. Uh, Bieber was dealing with uh, right shoulder issues last season. Uh, in 2021, uh, he was seven and four, had 16 starts through 96 and two thirds innings, and had a 3.17 ERA uh, against the White Sox in 2021. Shane Bieber had four starts, uh, three wins, and a no decision. Five earned runs in 25 innings. Uh, that's that's very good. He pitched a complete game against the Sox last April 13th. Uh, all time against our Chicago White Sox. This is dating back to 2018. Uh, Shane Bieber, five and two in 12 starts with a 2.55 ERA. He is going to be tough. 
Um, we have got a sample size on him. Hopefully, uh, some video is available for our younger hitters that haven't seen him. Uh, it should be uh, an interesting matchup as Jimmy Lambert uh, goes for the White Sox. Uh, Lambert has thrown in one game this season. Uh, here are the numbers for Lambert's start against Seattle back on April 14th. He threw three innings, uh, had two earned runs, two hits, a walk, a strikeout, and a home run. Jimmy Lambert has a record of 0-1 with an ERA of 4-7-0 and seven strikeouts and three appearances uh, against Cleveland in his career. Um so, you know, uh, the Sox had a tough one on Sunday, lost to Tampa 9-3, uh, but Major League Baseball came out with their power rankings on Monday, as they tend to do during the season, uh, and the White Sox uh, are at number three. No real change uh, on that list. They're still at three. Uh, White Sox starters have opened the season strong, uh, combining for a 2-6-8 ERA. Uh, Michael Kopech, of course, off to a good start. Uh, we'll get to some of his numbers. Uh, he's had two outings, as, as has Cease. A very similar feel to 2021. Uh, we had some issues with our offense, uh, namely due to injury. Uh, there were some slow starts. And our pitching uh, carried us through uh, definitely April and May until the bats woke up. But pitching was... Uh, really a focus the entire season last year. And yet again, our starters um, have been pretty great so far. And this is without Lynn and uh, four-something innings from Giolito and uh, this young season. Uh, here are Cease's 2022 numbers. Uh, he's had two starts, 10 and two-thirds innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, 16 strikeouts, five walks. He's got an ERA right now this season of 1.69. Now compared to last year in 2021 through two starts, uh, Dylan Cease had nine and a third innings pitch, nine hits, four earned runs, nine strikeouts and six walks. Dylan Cease's ERA after two starts in 2021 was 3.86. So almost two runs uh, better uh, in this young season. Um, so that 268 uh, team ERA by White Sox starters is an AL best and fourth in all of baseball. Uh, Kopech, of course, has got a 1.00 ERA. Um, you know, uh, he was talking to reporters and we, we discussed it on the previous episode on how, you know, that making the switch physically, mentally, a lot goes into it, going from the bullpen uh, into the starting rotation. And when you are brought in as a reliever, and he was commenting on this, you know, you can't afford to have a, a bad inning. You can't afford to have a few bad uh, at ba batters or else, you know, you're going to get the hook. Uh, where if you are uh, starting a game, it's a marathon. You know, you can have a rough, you know, first inning. Giolito's had those in the past. And then you settle down. I mean, the plan is to be in right now 75, maybe 80 pitches, four or five innings, depending with Kopech. You know, he throws a lot of pitches, but he, you know, he was commenting on, look, I can, you know, I can afford a bad inning. I don't want any bad innings, but I can afford a bad inning early. 
uh, because it's a long play for me. And, and then there's a, that's a big difference to his role as a reliever last year. I think he's still navigating that, but really impressed uh, what we're seeing here with Kopech early on, hoping again he stays healthy. Uh, Sox bullpen, uh, second in all of the American League in strikeouts with a 3.79 ERA. Uh, that ERA is 10th overall in the AL. Uh, Graveman has been a wonderful story for the Sox in five games. Graveman uh, has pitched five and two-thirds innings, uh, given up two hits, zero walks, six strikeouts. Uh, his ERA is 0.00. Uh, that's good. Uh, he's been exciting to watch. He's got a lot of movement on his pitches. Uh, Hendricks has been heart attack Hendricks this season so far. He has four saves, though. And you'd think that that's a lot, and it is. Uh, but Jordan Romano for for the uh, Blue Jays has six saves uh, so far in this season. Um, I want to tell you about uh, you know how the Sox are, are getting the job done so far and how it uh, compares as a team to 2021. More on that uh, in a moment. Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And, you know, we were mentioning Dylan Cease earlier, and uh, we'll see Dylan Cease again this week in Cleveland. Wanted to give you a couple of the uh, betting opportunities for betonline.net. So total wins in the 2022 regular season, the over-under right now is set at 11.5. And total strikeouts in the 2022 regular season, that over-under is set at 205.5. I'm feeling good about the over uh, in that uh, total win. So head on over to betonline.net, earn some cash. Uh, thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Uh, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Uh, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, uh, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so let's put some things in perspective here uh, for the White Sox. Uh, so the Sox are six and three uh, and after nine games. In 2021, uh, the White Sox were four and five after nine games. It took the Sox last year 21 games uh, to reach three games over 500. Uh, in April last year, Sox were 14 and 11 with a plus 29 run differential uh, and ended the month a game and a half up uh, in the Central. Uh, so, uh, right now, this week, uh, you know, the Sox are going to have three with Cleveland. Uh, three with Minnesota. There's an off day on the 25th, then come back home for three with Kansas City and a four-game series uh, with the Angels. So, 
you know, with this game getting postponed on Monday, it's actually not a bad thing uh, for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the bullpen could use a rest. Uh, the offense isn't really clicking right now. Just maybe a day off. You're not going to get one until the 25th of April uh, with the way the schedule is right now. Uh, so, you know, it, it stings as a fan. Uh, you're scratching your head what to do. You know, I, I'm hoping to, you know, kind of walk the, get the bad taste of that loss from Sunday out and, uh, and see a, a good game uh, for the Sox against the Guardians. Start the week off right. I get it. It's tough. Um, but maybe not a bad thing to have that uh, day off. April is one of only two months this season where the Sox will play the rest of the AL Central. And in April, you know, playing the AL Central, whether you're going uh, to some of these places, Kansas City, Detroit, Cleveland, Minnesota, or you are home, it is going to be inclement weather. It is going to be a bad weather. Uh, temps sitting in the mid-40s. It's not ideal. Um, you know, I was uh, reading an article uh, that James Fegan wrote recently for The Athletic. Um, really enjoy what James Fegan does. And uh, there's some blurbs on chemistry. And Liam Hendricks was asked just about, you know, how things have been going for the club so far. Uh, and this is what uh, he had to say. Obviously not the opening day we wanted, but since then it's been going pretty smoothly which is nice, uh, said Hendricks. Uh, we've got a good group of guys in here. It makes coming to the ballpark every day a lot easier with the personalities we have. The way guys bounce off each other, the way guys interact, it's a lot of fun out there, uh, that's for sure. And, and from a fan perspective, and maybe you have seen this too, um, you know, it's so great to have Jimenez in the lineup. Uh, you know, the joy, the smile, um, being at, you know, three games so far this season, um, you know, sometimes they'll show it on TV, but you know, when you're, when you're there in person, it's a completely different situation uh, being at a game, a baseball game is very different, um, than football, hockey, basketball, like some of those, uh, telecasts, you know, they can show you everything that's going on on the field. Um, at baseball, you're not getting a sense of everything that's happening, uh, outside of the catcher, pitcher, batter realm always. So, you know, Aloy uh, Jimenez has got this thing where he sprints out to left field uh, before the game and, you know, takes his hat off and bows and kind of throws his hands up to left field and then down the line of left field, getting these huge cheers. Uh, we didn't have that at the beginning of last season. Uh, so it's so great to have, you know, him. And, and obviously Anderson is such a spark plug. Uh, Josh Harrison, seeing him interact uh, with guys and, you know, the big smile that he has on his face of being on a competitive club. Uh, I really got a kick out of reading, you know, the blurbs and, and Fegan's uh, athletic article. But, you know, the chemistry stuff is I, I feel like it's a huge thing. And, you know, you can surround yourself with a bunch of talent. You know, look at some of the things that have happened with the San Diego Padres recently. I know they've had injuries but th there's been some chemistry issues. Um, and I guess th there's a there's a difference, you know, when guys are getting along and want to play for each other and enjoy each other's company, I think that rubs off. You're going to be around these guys for a long time, six plus months, uh, hopefully deep into October. Uh, and I think you, you want to like these guys. Uh, 
little little bit on the uh, cold weather and some of the offense issues. Uh, uh, Fegan was able to talk with uh, Gavin Sheets and had some quotes from him. Uh, this is what Gavin Sheets has said about you know hitting in this April weather. We've swung the bat well, but not to our potential yet. Uh, I think that's just part of being early in the season with cold weather. We'll get it going. I think we've done a tremendous job so far winning this series without our best stuff, but I think we'll get it going as a team collectively. And I, he, he hits it right on the head. The Sox are not clicking on all cylinders. You know this. You've watched this as a fan, talking to other friends and family that are Sox fans. You know, it's the, the thing of we're not even 100% yet. We're missing guys. Guys aren't playing up to their potential yet. It's early cold weather it's difficult i'll tell you it's very difficult for a dh i can't imagine sitting on the bench in cold weather and having to come in uh you know especially when there needs to be a big hit uh speaking of injuries reading some stuff on mlb.com uh, written by scott merkin uh talking about joe kelly specifically where's joe kelly everybody's wondering what's going on with joe kelly uh, he's got this right bicep issue. Uh, we've known about it as fans for a while. Uh, hearing, you know, some more reports on on Joe Kelly. Manager Tony Larusa received some good reports this weekend uh, on Kelly's last throwing session in Arizona. Uh, I think he was throwing in the mid 90s with no discomfort. TLR said he had a little more stamina. Got a little tired sooner last time. This time he kept right through the throw. He's making progress, according to Scott Merkin. Uh, the plan is for Kelly, who is working his way back from a nerve issue in his right bicep, to possibly have a few games uh, in AAA Charlotte. Uh, but I don't think the plan is uh, quite set. Uh, with his experience, sometimes it may not be necessary. I'm not sure if that's been decided, LaRusa said. Same thing with hitters. You go down there and all of a sudden the lights are not good or you've got to hit against a pitcher that doesn't know what's going on. You've really got to be careful uh, with some of those assignments. So we'll see. Uh, you know, we talked about the bullpen, uh, especially guys like Graveman coming in. Uh, Hendricks getting the job done, even though it has been a bit of a Elka-Seltzer, you know, Pepto-Bismol moment. Uh, but can you imagine getting Joe Kelly back uh, with this with this bullpen? Don't want to rush him early on. Want to take uh, your time with this guy, but uh, boy, he he would be very much welcome uh, on the staff. Uh, can't wait to see him pitch uh, up here with the Sox. Uh, we're going to celebrate a historical feat by a White Sox great, and is he Hall of Fame material? Uh, going to talk about that in just a moment. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only uh, the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on 
in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So it was history yesterday, uh, the 15th anniversary of Mark Burley throwing the 16th no hitter in White Sox history, uh, beating uh, the Texas Rangers 6 0. Uh, at the time, it was the first no-hitter in team history since Wilson Alvarez no-hit Baltimore in 1991. Uh, Burley threw 105 pitches, 66 were strikes. The only Texas Rangers batter to get on base was Sammy Sosa. He reached on a walk, and then Burley picked him off right away. Uh, then, of course, in 2009, Burley threw a perfect game against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, well-documented, of course, uh, by Hawk Harrelson's famous call and the catch by Dwayne Wise. And folks, if you're wondering if that little signage out in left center is still there, uh, it is. Thankfully, uh, they've been able to still maintain the words, the catch. A lot of things have changed in the ballpark, uh, but that signage, the catch, is still uh, there. So, here we go uh, with this question that we ask uh, quite often. Um, I've had this conversation uh, with other Sox fans. I've I've asked it uh, to fans. They've asked it to me. You know, it's a it's a good debate. Is Mark Burley a Hall of Famer? It, it's such a subjective conversation. But you know, this past January, Burley received five point eight percent of the vote from the Baseball Writers Association of America in his second year on the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, with the lefty passing the 5% minimum and able to stay on the ballot for a third year. A um, lot of numbers to go over with Burley. I think we as Sox fans uh, feel like eventually folks will figure it out nationally that vote on this kind of stuff. I think if Mark Burley maybe wore a different uniform, maybe went to the postseason a few more times, maybe had more national exposure. It might be a different conversation because his numbers are, are just great. Um, as far as innings concerned, uh, this was the biggie. Mark Burley recorded 200-plus innings in 14 straight seasons from 2001 to 2014, one of only eight pitchers to do it. He had 214 career wins, uh, which, of course, isn't that magic 300 number that they often talk about for if pitchers are Hall of Fame worthy. But, you know, the way the game has been managed uh, during Burley's time, 214 is not bad. Uh, Burley, one of only 11 pitchers who debuted in 1990 or later to have reached 200 career wins. Uh, he's one of only 13 pitchers who owns four or more gold gloves. Uh, and Burley is the only pitcher with multiple no-hitters and multiple gold gloves. He was also a five-time All-Star. And, of course, in 2017, the White Sox retired his number 56. So a World Series champion, multiple gold gloves, a no-hitter, perfect game, 14 straight seasons of 200-plus innings, uh, which that is just so impressive. Um, I think eventually folks are going to come around to Mark Billy. It's going to take some time, um, you know, and just – when I saw that and was was reading about that anniversary, it just it brings up these Hall of Fame conversations once again. 
I was at the uh, number retirement game back in t- uh, 2017. Uh, so happy for him. Uh, his family was there. And, uh, you know, I think we need that statue out on the cor- on the concourse. I hope that happens. I really do somehow get Paul Canerico right next to uh, uh, to Mark Burley. Um, really appreciate you listening. Uh, once again, you can find the podcast everywhere. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, just uh, search at Locked On Socks. Uh, you can find me, uh, Nick Morawski, on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you making White Sox, uh, your first lockdown White Sox, your first listen uh, each and every day. Now make your second listen locked on MLB uh, with Paul Francis Sullivan. Just call him Sully. He brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, I'm going to recap the Jimmy Lambert experience and get you ready for another Dylan Cease outing. Appreciate you making white uh, Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Morawski. Until next time, go Sox.